Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the football podcast. And although one of the hosts isn't here, that doesn't stop this train from rolling. We keep bringing you the football news, we keep bringing you the football games, we keep bringing you the football predictions. There are no speed bumps in this road, we just keep bringing it to you. Yes, that's right. Mr. Panas is MIA, uh, but Mr. Williams takes the helm and uh, does a fine job. If you're checking us out on YouTube, you'll see our lovely faces and uh, have the opportunity to be one of our YouTube subscribers. Those people help our YouTube channel to grow. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest for the teas. Right then, um, I would say whose turn is it, but obviously that's a mute subject. This is this is where it'd be, um, I'm, I'm sure we've said it before, but it'd be really handy for you to have like a uh, soundboard of random clips that me and James have said that you can just intersplice in the weeks when either myself or he is not here. It would just be full of which is the best nut conversation. <laughs> Oh, now there, there was a podcast. A simpler time where nuts were free to be purchased and eaten amongst friends inside a public house. Come on, those days. <laughs> Long gone. You're gonna have to start the uh, the podcast because because uh, your little mate in there. Yeah. Well, do you know what? It is lost, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome along to another another weekly instalment of the uh, Yorkshire's number one and quite possibly only Middlesbrough Nottingham Forest based podcast. Um, you can't see the forest for the I mean, at this point in time. Um, I think it's fair to say it's probably not even Yorkshire's only. I mean, it's a right combination. Like I say it all the time, but I can I can only presume that in somewhere somewhere in Chad, there's two fellas who meet up on a regular basis, discuss their love of the borough and forest, then go around to a third mate's house. Put what they've put what they've discussed on video. Send it out into the world, but as of yet, we are we are yet to find said video. So it'll get Shame. to us eventually. Shame. It'll be like uh, you know when you go to like different towns and stuff, and they're on their on their sign as you go, and it'll be like twinned with. We'll have to start putting <laughs> on the on the uh, you can't see the forest for the teas podcast twinned with. That'd be excellent. That'd, That'd be, be brilliant. Amazing. So if you're out there, if you're out there and you've somehow managed to find us, we haven't found you, get in touch. Drop us a line. There's details on the website, as I always say. Uh, I keep picking the book up because I'm like, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to get into these uh, these scores. And 
one of those points in time where there are only two games to predict this week, which, I mean, when was the last time you remember that happening? So, anything majorly exciting in the football world in the last seven days? Also known as that this week in football. Um, nothing, nothing jumping off the uh, off the page at me. Um, obviously, we had the from a from a wider footballing perspective. There's been a there's been another managerial casualty this morning. Um, West Brom hot off the heels of a stellar one-one draw with Manchester City thought the best thing to do would be to sack the guy that got them that 1-1 draw. So, Slavin Bilic is out as West Brom manager and, uh, I mean, what do you class this as? The, 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 the pit stop? The, the, basically, they brought Sam Allardyce in to keep him up is the hope I'm assuming but who knows he's, he's been out of football for a long time I I think it might be might be a little bit of a risky one to go with but I'm not I'm not paid to make those decisions Andrew so you know and if you were it would be a very different situation it absolutely would have been Anything else jumping out? Um, just having a quick look through to see if I uh, can find anything. Um, we had the Manchester Derby last Saturday. That was an absolute uh, thrill, thrill fest from uh, start to finish. Couple of bagels there. Uh, uh, to do, to do. Um, from a perspective, a, a Sky have reported that apparently there's talk of allowing the trialling of concussion substitutions. Oh, really? Which is good. We discussed that recently. Um, now, I don't know if that means that it would take the place of one of your three substitutions or it's just there as an extra. So it's almost as if you can basically have like a temporary player to come on to cover for the player who may um, be suspected of concussion but we'll, we'll just we'll wait and see but obviously it is um, it is certainly something that needs to be looked into um, obviously as we as we've probably discussed on the uh, on the NFL podcast that, that several different times they've obviously got um, the concussion protocol in their sport. To do. Um, which indicates you have to be taken out for a series of plays until you've passed the protocols and you've been determined that you, you either do or don't have a concussion and then you dealt with accordingly. Um, so yeah, you would imagine that there's a, it's good that that's been brought in and hopefully, well yes, I say brought in, it's been discussed. There's the hope that it'll get brought in sooner rather than later so that we can Avoid any potential damage being done to uh, to players who may 
I would have a concussion and there's uh, not a lot else they can do. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it'll all go through, it'll all be backed. Um, and that should hopefully come into effect uh, from the start of next year, by the sounds of it. So, watch this space. Other than that, I can't think of anything major. Um, not much has changed in the championship. So, yeah. Then in that case, we shall go to the book, which is here. This here book talks about, uh, well, ideally it would talk about how much money we won last week. I've got a feeling it's not going to be talking about that. What it is going to talk about is how uh, <coughs> how one of us can correctly predict fo football games. Um how not one but both of our teams our the, the podcast the collective podcast teams uh like lots and lots and lots of goals um but all will be revealed shortly first game of last week middlesbrough were taking on millwall um Something that I noticed whilst writing down the score and the goal scorers was the times that these goals were scored. But if you'd like to tell us what the score was, we could discuss at what point the goals were scored. Well, Andrew, as you're aware, a game of football lasts 90 minutes. Mm. With a little bit of give and take here and there for injury time, things like that. Um... The score at the end of 90 minutes was the same as the score at the end of 20 minutes, which was Middlesbrough 3, Millwall 0. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your sets, do not, do not adjust your uh, headphones. Middlesbrough FC, that is this team right here, Middlesbrough scored three goals in the first 20 minutes of a football match. Absolutely incredible. Score-wise, though, um, it was only incredible for some of us. Isn't that right, yeah. Paul? Isn't that right? As, as was as was probably discussed on the podcast last week, you two had a lot more faith in the team than I did. Having, I I, I unfortunately did subject myself to watching the uh, the the shenanigans uh, that occurred last Wednesday against Preston, uh, where we were um, unceremoniously on the opposite end of a three nil scoreline. Um, so I was under the impression that, that, that Neil would, would get the boys in and just get them back to basics and have a nice, solid, nil-nil draw. Therefore, I did not pick any goal scorers. You did not. And whereas myself and Mr Panas went for the same score, we did both go for a Middlesbrough win, which got us a point each. Um, noticing that Watmore scored... Uh, two two of the three goals 
and uh, Tavernier scored the uh, the third. Both myself and James did pick Tavernier for goals. So uh, if you've got your scorecard out, uh, Paul starts the week with uh, with a bagel. Myself and James having picked exactly the same thing. A couple of points there. Speaking of James, uh, he, even though he's not here, his team was. Um, Nottingham Forest took on Brentford. Um, in, in, in some ways, I, I imagine he was quite pissed when, uh, when Forrest got a goal. But again, we'll cover that shortly. Um, as he's not here, do you want to tell us what the score in the Nottingham Forest-Brentford game was? I can. Uh, so, similar number of goals to what, what took place down at the Riverdance on Saturday. Mm, um, unfortunately... Forest, Forest on the uh, the the other end of a of a three one Tonkin. Yeah, Brentford beat Forest three one. Um, so interestingly, nobody on the podcast thought that uh, Forest were a going to win, and b get any goals. So uh, so there's that. Uh, James would have been able to save face. Uh, in his in his team getting beaten, if he'd have had ever so slight faith in them and given them one goal, because he did he did pick Brentford to get three. Um, goal scorers in that game for Forest Worrell, but uh, correct. We don't care about that because nobody picked anybody to score Forest. Um. Now then, Dal's guard. Correct. De Silva and Correct. Tony. Big Tone. Now what that does... Ivan Tony. What that does do, interestingly, is everybody picked Tony to score. And everybody picked Brentford to win. Points on the board. Two apiece... For everybody involved. So at the end of the first two games of the week. What we're looking at as a total score. Is Mr Williams with two points. Myself and Mr Panas. Both with four points. Those are those are some good. Off the back of two games. Moving swiftly on. More Nottingham Forest football. Uh, Nottingham Forest took on Sheffield Wednesday and clearly they had a talking to. There was some finger wagging going on. We'll have none of that, boys. No more of that nonsense. Um, again, James has made a crucial error in his prediction, but the opposite error to the one that he made in the previous Forest game, because in giving the opposing team a goal, he's done himself out of a point. But again, we'll come to that shortly. As he's not here, do you know the score of this game? Forest got themselves back onto an even keel. They managed to get themselves a 2 0 win against Sheffield, struggling Sheffield Wednesday. Now then, um, 
I have been known to have uh, no faith whatsoever in Forest this season, and that has unfortunately done me out of points in this game. So there is that. Um, Mr. Williams, you get points because you predicted Forest would win. Uh, and like I say, Mr. Panas did himself out of a point because he gave uh, he gave Wednesday a goal. No, nobody was in the room for Sheffield Wednesday. Still gave him a goal. Um, so that's just points for both. Interestingly enough, of the two goal scorer and the two goal scorers, nobody picked either goal scorer. And one of those goal there scorers. Will be a reason. Was there will be reasoning for that. So, obviously, the first goal was scored by a guy who scored his first ever Nottingham Forest goal. So that's why you won't have heard the name Yuri Ribeiro nope. on the podcast before. No, I looked at it, I was like, who's this guy? The second name, everyone's heard on the podcast plenty of times mm. if you even speak to Mr uh, Mr Matthew Moore he will tell you that he's probably heard this name around 60 times last season because that's the amount of goals that James predicted him to score it is of course podcast favourite Lewis Graben indeed it was a surprise so um, <clears throat> yeah Mr Cook walking away with bagel points there uh, but uh, but only a point each for the other two gentlemen. Uh, what at time of recording completed? Uh, what about forty minutes ago or something? Is mm. the uh, Middlesbrough versus Luton Town game? So this is a bit of an interesting game. Let's, let's cast our minds back a few weeks when we had Middlesbrough versus Norwich City at the Riverside. There was a, a situation that took place where Middlesbrough were awarded a penalty. The penalty was taken and scored by Marcus Tavernier. However, it was ruled to have been kicked twice Therefore, it automatically goes down as an as a as an indirect free goal, as an indirect free kick to the opposition. That situation played itself out again this evening in favour of Middlesbrough this time. So, really, at the time the penalty was awarded, the score was one nil to Middlesbrough. With Chubarakpom scoring the goal. Indeed. Lewin were awarded a penalty. Sam Morsey was red carded for giving away the penalty, which, having seen the decision, is the most ridiculous decision I've ever seen. Not only is it not only is it not a penalty, it's definitely not a deliberate red card. It's not a deliberate handball. So I would imagine that they will appeal that and get the card rescinded. Um, James Collins then steps up to take the penalty for Luton and is a judge to have hit the ball twice, therefore indirect free kick to Middlesbrough. There are no further goals and the game finishes 1-0 to 
Indeedy doody. What's nice about that is uh, everybody had Middlesbrough down for a win. Some uh, more than others. Um, some went for a 1-0 win to the Borough. Snagged themselves two points. Everyone else went for either 2-0 or 2-1. Uh, and some people did pick Chubber to score. So, the way that that shapes up, and this makes things real interesting. Uh, Mr. Williams, just the one point for you, sir. Mr. Panas takes two points because he got a point for the score, but he picked Chugba to score. Mr. Cook takes two points for a correct prediction. What that does for that section of scoring, the totals are... Mr. Williams, two points... Panas, three points. Mr. Cook, two points. Now, again, if you've got your scorecard out, what that tells you is that Paul ended the week on four points. I ended the week on six points. But unfortunately, our winner for the week, not even here to take his victory, James Panas on seven points. Seven points. You know, that's, that's good, good scoring. So, we've talked a lot about Middlesbrough football, but some might say, not enough. And those are the people that have put together this week's game. Now, as I was saying before, only two games to predict. I was like, oh, why, why aren't there any games on, you know, like, Friday or anything? And then I looked at the date, I was like, all oh, right, yeah, that'll be um, me being me, I've I've decided that we should all play the game. Uh, did Andy correctly pick a player who plays for this team? So I've done my predictions for this week's games. First of which is Birmingham City versus the Mighty Borough. Um, seeing as there is no James and this is your team, that does leave me to go first. Um, and what I've done here is I've resurrected from the ashes, like the phoenix it is, the mightiest of scores. 2-1 to the Borough. Those goal scorers will be do-do-do Brits on Belonga. And a new favourite of mine, one Mr. Tavernier. And in conjunction with the Getting Over podcast, I have decided to go with Hogan to score for Birmingham City. Interesting, interesting. Obviously, at this point in time, Mr. Panas has until kickoff on Saturday to get us his predictions. Otherwise, there'll be no points. No points for him. Mr. Williams, what have you got for me? So this is... The first meeting of the season with uh, an ex-Middlesbrough manager by the name of Aitor Karanka. So, obviously for the podcast fans out there, this is the gentleman that got Middlesbrough promoted to the Premier League back in 2016. So, a little bit of, little bit of spice in the game, things like that. Um, I will go for Middlesbrough to win the game 
by the same scoreline they won tonight, I will go for a 1-0 win. And who will be scoring that goal? I believe it will be Mr. Duncan Watmore. Okay. Uh, there's been a little bit of uh, of a season of Nottingham Forest taking on Middlesbrough sloppy seconds. And this game is no different because it's Millwall versus Nottingham Forest. James would be going last and I've already done my prediction. So it's up to you, Mr. Williams. Would you like to go first or second on your prediction here? I'll take the reins. I'll 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 give us I'll give us a little predictions. Go on then. Um, I will go. I'm just gonna have a quick check of where the respective teams are in the table. So you've got Forest, same place they were in the earlier on in the day. So they're fourth bottom. Millwall, fifteenth mid table. So. Millwall getting in the last game. So Millwall are coming off the back of a of a of a convincing 2-0 win themselves against Bristol City. So I originally did think this, so I'm gonna stick with my prediction. I'm gonna go for 2-2. A Desmond. Mmm. Goal scorers. Uh, I will go for Taylor. For Forrest? Yes, please. Have to check these days after the... After the... <laughs> uh, and I'm also going to go for a new name. I'm going to go for Cafu. Okay. And for mm -hmm. Millwall? For Millwall, I will have Jed Wallace. Mm-hmm. And Bod Varson. Okay. Very much like you, I have also gone with a draw. I have gone with a 1-1 draw. My goal scorers. For Millwall, I've gone with Bennett. And seeing as he's decided that he's a, he, he is a goal machine, and he's still after those 60 goals for the season, uh, one Mr. Graban. As, I always, as I've already mentioned, that actually concludes the games for the week, uh, because it is Christmas next week. So, just the two games to predict. Mr. Williams, are you doing money? I absolutely am. Lovely stuff. So, for your Middlesbrough 2-1, mm. and draw 1-1, Millwall Forest, that will give you a double of 53-1. Respectable. 
now. Mine's going to be a lot higher than that, as my 2-2 draw alone is 14 to 1. So, my Middlesbrough 1-0 away win is 11-2. My Millwall Forest 2-2 draw at 14-1 gives me a double of 96.5 to 1. Okay. And then obviously if uh, El Pataria gets his uh, finger out of his bum hole and gets some uh, p- predictions across to us, we'll have a look and see... Uh, Indeed, we shall. That, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the point in time where I say the phrase, is there any other business? Andrew, I have nothing. 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 Um... The only only business that I would have would be the fact that um, there might be uh, somewhat of a delay as far as podcasting is concerned. Um, although, those games will be completed at the weekend. Correct. So in theory, you could just squeeze one in. Well, I will have a look forward because... As is usually the case, there will be a Boxing Day mm. fixture. I've just realised that. Is. So, this year's Boxing Day fixture for Middlesbrough is a home tie against Rotherham United. And then on the Tuesday, they will play away at Sheffield Wednesday. Yes, I've just realised. They have a home fixture on Boxing Day as well against Birmingham City. And then on the Tuesday, the 29th of December, they also play away at Stoke City. So theoretically, if we were to squeeze a podcast in like Tuesday next week, or Wednesday. Or Wednesday. We can predict those games and and put us nicely instead for uh, well into the future. Possibly even cover us into the new year. Absolutely, Andrew. Well, that is is fantastic news. Uh, That is the the end of my business. Uh, And if you are still in the camp of no other business, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you go back to the uh, the wilds of being, uh, you know, the hole, the hole that I crawled out of. Ah, I, I didn't want to say that. I think it was implied. Right. Thank you very much to you, sir. And if you do see your uh, your glamorous co-host uh, telling me he's uh, he's probably going to be fighting for his job next season, so uh, <laughs> you know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sack it. Uh, I, I think it'll go down as uh, we'll mutually part ways, uh, and he'll be replaced by a younger, better, up and coming, better looking uh, 
version of himself. Wow, with uh, with fresh new ideas. Yeah, about to take the podcast forward. Yeah, which change will the, change the style, change the formation. Yeah, I've had it all before. I've which will immediately get sick and tired of and get rid of them and bring bring Palace oh, like back it. in the in the next season. That'll be the hashtag, won't it? Hashtag Panas in. Yeah. Right, thank you very much, and I will catch you next time. Au revoir, folks. So there we go, what do you think to that? A host down, but no less content. It's amazing. Big thank you to Paul for taking over on that one, and uh, guiding us through these uncertain times. Big thank you to you if you're a YouTube subscriber, because you help the channel grow. And if you're a new YouTube subscriber, big high five. Obviously, don't forget, we have got uh, iTunes and SoundCloud, if listening's more your speed. But we've also got the website, cookiecast.com. You can go over there and you can uh, contact us in various different ways. Let us know how you're doing. So that's it for this one. Nearly that's it for this year. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.